Hello, and welcome back to Big Gay Nerds Play Beam Saber. I am your host and GM this week, uh, Saturn, uh, they, them. You can find me at thefuturerules on twitter.com. And joining me, um, let's just do, how about Sarah first? Oh my god, I never get to go first. Hey, I'm Sarah. <laughs> uh, she, her, you can find me at Radio Inactivity on Twitter, and I am playing Arabella, the the ace, the, the cool, the cool, totally the cool not one. unhinged, the, the, the totally not unhinged uh, ace pilot. It's fine. The hot one. The, yeah. the, the very mentally stable and normal person, <laughs> totally Arabella. Normal person. <laughs> uh, next up, Fern. Hello, my name is Fern. My pronouns are he, they, and it, and I am playing Giuseppe Finch, pronouns he, him. Uh, who is callsign Golden Boy, and he is the Empath Playbook, which is like a new type if you're into Gundam. Gundam. Gun. Gundam, son. Anyways. <laughs> uh, next up, Levi. Hello, I'm Levi. Pronouns are they, them. I am playing the envoy, um, Gabriel Asmodeus. Callsign. Oh, sorry. Callsign Stiletto. Radical. And last but not least, our executive producer, showrunner, and president-elect, Owen. <laughs> my name is Owen, my pronouns are he and him, and I'm playing uh, Pfeffer Humboldt, the officer, and uh, yep, that's that. Radical. <laughs> uh, and so last time, just brief, very summary, we finished up the uh, auction mission and the payouts for that, and we are going to get into... Uh, the entanglements and things, which we'll get to before downtime, uh, yes. because this is where we're back to the good old-fashioned downtime episode uh, for Forged in the Dark system. Um, so our camera opens on the Humboldt Manor, uh, and we see construction crews performing renovations on the old naval fort that's connected to it. Um, the camera cuts to the inside of the mech hangar, and yet another new damaged machine <laughs> is sitting inside uh, alongside some of the other damaged machines. It's short and battle-scarred, but stands with a certain dignity. We cut to the inside of the manor itself, uh, where moving crews are delicately relocating this and that piece of antique furniture to other parts of the estate. The camera pans into an open door and then cuts to a familiar but somewhat different-looking command center, now without any trace of the study that was here before, save for the empty fireplace. The room is quiet as the forget-me-nots, our wonderful cast, are gathered around a long conference table with the ever-stoic Major Barrier Brass sitting at its head. The young orc woman leafs through report papers with a practiced, perfectly timed grace, eyes scanning the pages methodically. Ah, here we are, the findings summary. A tense pause fills the room. A repeating beep begins abruptly as a large screen on the wall flickers on, text on the screen reading, On Hold. A voice comes in over the intercom. Major Brass, the voice of the beleaguered butler, Kiffin, begins calmly. Your presence is requested urgently on call. Apologies for the interruption. He doesn't wait to receive a response before he disconnects, and the screen flickers again. A familiarly sour-looking gaunt elf appears this time, sitting behind a desk cluttered with golden treasures and antique heirlooms. And so, we're going to get to our entanglement, 
which uh, last time we rolled, it's rivals. Um, so, and y- y'all agreed it would be funny and good <laughs> if uh, the very angry elf from last time uh, was the one who had beef and was going to start shit because his score is <laughs> zero. And I agreed. I think it's a good idea. We jacked um, his ride. In fact, funny and good. <laughs> so, uh, screen comes on. Uh, you see him sitting there, and he's and he's like, "All right, to keep this simple, I'm gonna cut straight to the point. You have something of mine, and I want you to give it back." Mm. I <laughs> actually, Arabella is one who's like, "Uh, we paid for that fair and square, buddy." And so now it's my sick mech. <laughs> I really like, don't care whether or not you paid for it. It wasn't adverses to give you. It was at the bottom of the ocean for God knows how long. Who cares? You forfeit your right to it. Well, I was like, considering that's where you're going with that, uh, to talk briefly about the mechanic of the rivals thing, which is they, uh, the squad of Status Zero, in this case, this guy's squad, um, they push their weight around, they threaten you or a companion or uh, something that's important to you. In this case, uh, he's kind of uh, going to make an overture at threatening you broadly, essentially. And you choose whether... Uh, you want to appease him by paying with personnel equal to his tier, which is four, or in this case, uh, I would say with the mech is also an option. Uh-uh. Or if you want to take the face hit and uh, reduce squad status with you by one. I mean, like his his squad was what what's what's the name of his squad? Do we know that? Um, you do not currently know that. Like just in, we're about in, to in, in setting. <laughs> yeah, um, I think, I I think that uh, well, it definitely makes sense that for Arabella to have taken point on this, just because like she had an answer to it a lot quicker than I would. Have. <laughs> yeah. um, I think though that at this point, uh, Pfeffer is going to not exactly step forward because they're all seated at a table. Let's sort of like straighten himself out and uh yeah i think he's uh, just going to say i believe that under this circumstance this would simply be considered spoils of war after all uh it is not necessarily ours to give uh because wait hold on it is not necessarily ours to give as an acquisition of this size I believe that our superiors at Royal Blue would have something to say about that. You want to talk so about I'm... spoils of war, huh? He, like, <laughs> bites his thumb very impatiently and says, Well, in that case, I'll be sure that the rest of my fleet comes to take that from you. And then we'll see whether you're talking about spoils of war or not. And, uh, abruptly, the video call hangs up. (laughs) Hell yeah, I'd like to see him fucking try. He, like, (laughs) like, slowly turns to the group and is like, Alright, so as these renovations are happening, I think that that's definitely a sign that security should be one of our priorities. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, um, I should probably... 
should probably get my mech back up and running as quickly as possible. <laughs> you said tier four, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, okay, let's great. go. <laughs> uh, ma- Major Brass uh, politely informs you, Ah, so I see you've met Carol from the Yanil Kamwir. Great. Apparently. <laughs> Apparently, well, he already knew Pfeffer. Uh, Pfeffer, I will say, because of your prior run-ins with them, you definitely recognize that name, and it's, uh, like, the, I think, no, yeah, it's the number two fleet in all of Dragon Teeth. Yeah, let's go! <laughs> oh. That that guy oh, specifically, geez. and the thing that you realize looking at him is that he's one of the people who actually runs Dragon Teeth in general. He's one of the three. <laughs> There's sort of a oh. triumvirate that runs oh, okay. the Dragon Teeth, and he's one of them. Mm-hmm. Oh, so like, I think at that point he, like, blanches a little bit, and I do think that, like, it, when I say he, like, visibly pales, it's definitely a little drastic because he's a squid man. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but, like, you definitely have the look of, like, oh, fuck, what have I gotten into? <laughs> yeah. uh, don't worry, you are right, boss. If we uh, gave Red Cap away, I'm sure that uh, Royal Blue would have our heads. That is probably correct, uh, what I will say, considering you spent government money on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not even... <laughs> so much government money that we can't, we don't even really know. It's just five yeah. units. Yeah. <laughs> five five yeah, units, units of Five of them. <laughs> uh, I'm not even certain they'll let us keep it for ourselves, but that's something we can worry about later. Bella actually um, is just like, I'm not afraid of some jumped up pirates coasting around out in the middle of nowhere bring him on whatever <laughs> he knew you pfeffer do you do you remember him at all because he definitely knew you he, what was it that he told me he told me something like anyone would know you for some reason oh, he had, like, <laughs> oh my god you. thank you because i finally remembered the thing that i was that i was forgetting during last time which is what i oh. wanted to give you for finishing the DT's deal clock, which is, uh, I think, and we, we can say, like, this is the realization that uh, Pfeffer probably has in this moment, which is that you had a very highly publicized incident in which a Dragon Teeth fleet basically used some kind of unknown experimental weapon and just completely flattened you. Um, yeah. And it occurs to you that whether or not, like, he was there, you don't know. But it would be in his best interest to have been aware of whatever that incident was. So he is probably, if he's never seen you before, you're someone who is on his radar already. I think the pertinent information here is that I know from experience that dragon's teeth are not to be taken lightly. Okay. I mean, we won't take them. we won't take them lightly, but we sure as hell will take them. I like that spirit. I like that. Uh, slightly, slightly out of context, it reminds me of that one uh, gif of Terrence McKenna. It's like, take it easy, dude, but take it. But take it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, literally, just after there's a moment of silence, uh, Barrier Brass starts again. Anyway returning to her stack of papers. The report. In Barachus's words, the forget-me-not representatives placed a clear focus on the public interest of Grand Tycon, securing next-generation informatic technology for mass communications. 
They also employed auctioneering strategies to ensure the competing powers were forced to expend a considerable amount of resources to secure technologies that were deemed ancillary to our primary objectives. Additionally, we secured a valuable one-of-a-kind cultural artifact which, and the camera at this point, uh, cuts to show the next part of the document is underlined in red pen, will doubtlessly make for an era-defining centerpiece in one of the Crown City's illustrious museums when such accommodations for the artifact have been established. Until then, I recommend it be left in the custody of the Forget-Me-Nots in order to minimize the amount of unnecessary transport the artifact is put through. <laughs> she looks back up from the papers at the rest of you. Suffice to say, the board of directors over at the LTRF had no qualms about deeming your mission a success. No high praise, but no demerits either. So, good job. She inhales deeply through her nose. But, one of you, she starts, saying nothing but her eyes pivoting unambiguously towards Arabella, was caught somewhere that you shouldn't be. Caught tampering with private property and leaving a secure area without a warrant. She closes her eyes for a moment and exhales, tension heavy. We, or I suppose I, am working to settle this amicably. That's all I can say right now. She lights a cigarette after pulling it from a uh, pocket and that as the sign that she has concluded debriefing. If you do not have any questions, you are all dismissed to wait further orders. I think everything is pretty clear. <laughs> Wonderful. Bella's and just, I like, should try to get out as fast as possible. But <laughs> <laughs> I should say again, uh, congratulations on securing the red cap. It's a very interesting piece of history, See, and I'm, I'm certain that even if it doesn't quite fall within the purview of our original orders, the crown will be very happy to have it in their possession. Now I really want to know what this fucking mech is because everybody is so fascinated with it. <laughs> yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of want to see have Arabella get like a vibe check on, on this mech. Yeah, oh no, that's that? my project. Trust me. <laughs> well, with with that in mind, since no one seems to have any questions for Miss Brass, um, who wants to start with downtime? Hey, Arabella, could we cut loose and also get a vibe check on the? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, I actually literally think that that Bella is going to go from the debriefing to uh, to the to the hangar where um, where the red caps being being kept, probably within proximity to uh, to Volk. Now that I think about it, because they're both pretty yeah, the hang- small men. The hangar's a yeah, the hangar's like a a singular building at this point. You're not the kind of operation that would have multiple separate hangars, really. Mm-hmm. So you're making use of the one that was already built here for the most part. There's been some construction, actually. It's in the middle of it. It's actually extending the hangar out a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but but everything's kind of crammed up safety. And yeah, actually, in this case, let's say that Volk and uh, the Red Cap here have both been uh, put side by side. Uh, they're not like the same height or anything, mm-hmm. but you would say that the red cap would qualify as a small mech, or as a light mech, rather. Cool. It's about that size frame. Um, hmm. And it's, it's, it's like, it doesn't look in great shape, obviously. It looks like a mech that uh, was shot down 
uh, in combat or something, and then spent a very long time at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, but all things considered, it could look worse. Mm-hmm. Um, it is, like, intact for the most part, and despite, like, the sea wear, it's not, like... It didn't... It it must have... You figure it must have fallen in, like, a shallow part of the ocean or something, because you would expect, like, there's no pressure crushing or anything right. at all. Like, it, it's pretty uh, intact and recognizable to what extent you can recognize something that you haven't really seen before, except for the picture that you saw mm-hmm. for the auction. But there it is. You would think, and this is just Bella kind of musing out loud to Giuseppe as she's, like, looking it over, that, uh, Dragon's Teeth guy, if this thing meant that much to him, I mean, it couldn't have been in the water for long, or for deep. He would have come and got it at some point, right? Like, I guess unless Adverse beat him to it. I think they said it was presumed lost or something? Uh, well, this loss is my gain. <laughs> uh, so I think I really I think what hmm, what Bella is going to do I'm definitely going to make this like my project like I said um, uh-huh. and I think we're gonna can I try this with like an engineer role first so well, let's, like, let's start and say what your project is specifically because it might affect how long the clock is for what you want to know sure. or do or whatever um Ooh, trying to maybe access um, the red caps like internal computers and stuff. Okay, um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I can. That would probably be a relatively short one. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and just call it four. Okay. For now, um, and let me put in text for that. Um, so yeah, I think if you're doing a long-term project, uh, thing here, that would be an appropriate one. Like, describe how you're going to be using engineering, I guess. Like, are you, like, prying something open? Or are you just doing, like... Oh, yeah. Is that just how the mech computer works? Like, what you up to? Um, Bella is going to, like, actually get the cockpit open. Um, whether that takes, like, you know, depending on how rusted shut the thing is. Um, and, you know, try and pry it open and then go and get, like... All of the equipment they certainly have, like, laying around in the hangar to try and, uh-huh. like, jury-rig something together to... Because, again, the computers themselves were under the water for a while. Um, so she's just trying to, like, rig <laughs> something... Put them in a bag with some rice. Yeah, put them in a bag with some rice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to just figure out, like, if she can get any kind of information off this thing at all. Also, Absolutely. like, assessing the, the idea if, like, the, the like, there's just been, like, an escape thing, if they, the cockpit was jettisoned, maybe, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, so go ahead and give me the engineering role, and that's a long-term project, so it's just, like, whatever your engineering is. Mm-hmm. Uh, no other uh, modifications or anything like that. Sure. <sighs> Man, I'm so tired oh, of bad one. rolls. <laughs> Well, for what it's worth, in long-term projects, a one is still progress, even if it's a one. Um, So what I'll say is you are able, it takes you quite a bit of time. Um, You are able to uh, eventually get the cockpit open. The closure on it was uh, rusted shut. 
Um, it actually looked like someone had, like, there were some, like, marks that made it appear like someone was trying to get into it before. Mm-hmm. And it occurs to you that maybe if you are trying to preserve, if you were considering per- preserving this for a museum, that actually damaging it to pry it open might not be a great idea. But, you know, at that point, by the time you have that thought, you already have worked your way through uh, opening. Whatever. Okay. If, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> if the crown is going to restore hey. this thing and put it on display somewhere, they'll restore the damage I do to it too so who cares <laughs> yeah and so the you get the cockpit to open and much like uh, you know your mech it's just like a chest cockpit this thing isn't big enough to have like a head cockpit or anything like that mm-hmm. um, and it opens up and I think just like the thing that makes you realize this is going to be quite a task is it opens up and seawater just spills all over the floor. <laughs> <laughs> just like pours out. And it's like the rest of this thing looked dry. Mm-hmm. So you figure like the cockpit must have still been pretty airtight at least. And they just, it was just not opened. Mm-hmm. But aside from the water, like you look in expecting to see something, but it's an empty cockpit. Um, you know, snug in, again, a way that you are very used to just because of the size of the thing. But aside from that, like no dead pilot, no nothing really. Okay. And considering the amount of time, like, I think it's just like, if we say like, oh, downtime happens in the span of like a day or two or whatever, it's just like, that's how long it took. And after getting covered in like a bunch of ocean water, it's like, you're just man, I need to fucking go to bed. (laughs) One of those things, you know. Bell actually leaning out of this thing down to Giuseppe, like, I think I'm going to need a shop bag for this thing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So speaking of Giuseppe, um, Mm -hmm. did you want to do uh, your relieve some stress thing here with uh, Yeah, I was thinking that we could could cut loose, but then I also was like, what if Giuseppe looked up? And try to figure out what happened, what we know of what happened on the thing, or if that would be a separate thing. Um, um, I mean, they could be the same thing. What I'll say is, like, you can, what I'll give you is because I think, like, the information itself wouldn't be too hard to come by. It's just something that mm-hmm. happens to escape any of y'all's experience or or expertise or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I think it's something you could just do also. So we can just go ahead and do like the downtime, and then like we can do a separate uh, role for that maybe, or yeah, and figure okay. it out. Uh, I think for the cut loose, uh, Giuseppe's gonna like uh, find like the fridge and bring beers and just kind of shoot the shit while helping uh, Arabella with all of those things, and that is how Giuseppe is cutting loose. Sure. <laughs> uh, and like holding the flashlight, passing the wrenches, you know. <laughs> being helpful being helpful changing the radio station to a different one when the advertisements start to play that kind yep. of thing <laughs> learning to intuit what kind of music that makes Bella real angry without <laughs> without Bella having to say great yeah um, uh, sure give me that uh, downtime thing and like obviously Sarah or Excuse me. Obviously, Arabella is there, but she's using the action currently to mm-hmm. have done the work thing. So, okay. I don't know if uh, recovering stress is a priority for her at the moment. I have a question. So, yes. I have an ability where, when participating in a cut loose, I have carouse. Uh, choose one of the following: the pilot cutting loose cannot overindulge, but only heal- heals half the stress round it, it rolled. 
rounded up, your relationship with them improves by plus one, and your relationship or your relationship with them or their relationship with you improves by an additional plus one. Um, I'm wondering if I call that before I roll or after. Um. Da, ba, 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 ba. I think you can. I mean, for what it's worth, you're not at risk of overindulging. So yeah, I think oh, it would yeah. just be, you know, between the other two. Because Arabella, again, is not actually... Like, Arabella's participating in your cut mm-hmm. loose, but mm-hmm. Arabella's not actually relieving any stress herself. Right. Yeah. So, um, just whichever one you want, I suppose. Okay, cool. Uh, all right. Uh, I will say that I think I'll get that additional point in the relationship i think okay so are you improving your so are you giving yourself an extra belief about arabella or are you giving arabella an extra belief about you i might give arabella an extra belief about me (laughs) okay cool Uh, so that means uh you will round your thing and then you would take a one belief on arabella and arabella would get to mark one belief for you okay cool i believe that's how it works yep uh damn it (laughs) i only got two i only healed two stress yeah um and and i'll i'll tell you i'll tell you what i think part of it's like this was like a fun way to spend the day all things considered Mm -hmm. but there's just something about the 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 vehicle itself that's like really unnerving you in a way that you can't quite explain it's like how do i put this You've seen a lot of damaged mechs before and a lot of ruined mechs before and like there's other ruined mechs in this in this hangar but there's something about it that almost gives you that kind of uneasy feeling like when you're looking like when you see a recently deceased person in a hospital bed you know Ooh. like there's this kind of like it feels like a corpse almost yeah a little bit yeah and you're not it, it's hard to tell why it's not like there's like some kind of special resonance or anything mm-hmm. here. It's just there, you get this sense of absence whenever you look at it for too long. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. Well, um, while you two write your beliefs about each other, and God. I'll uh, you can just cut in with those whenever you uh, come up with them. Basically, uh, how about uh, Pfeffer or Arabella? Do either or not Ar- Arabella? Gabrielle? Excuse Similar me. Similar names. I got Ruba and L in them, so I'm like, I, I constantly make that mistake. Uh, do either of you have stuff you want to do? Yes. I actually. Oh, go ahead. Oh. Um, I have something, and it's something that could kind of be happening in the background of uh-huh. this other thing, because it's also in the hangar, because yeah. I want to fix up the Kraken. Hell and yeah. It should be a very simple matter, because the Kraken just has a single, like, one unit damage thing you know but i just want to get that dealt with yeah so um the way um fix up works slash repair are you you trying to are you trying to uh repair damage are you trying to fix uh like busted quirks fix is the thing that removes damage and i know you roll engineer for it i don't have any dots in it but it's just Um, like, like so so what i will say is oh wait no this is Oh, I'm confusing this with upkeep. Upkeep is a quirk one. Okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. Sorry. I was like, I think this is free time, but it costs a minimum one material, but I'm thinking of upkeep. Yeah. Um, 
so basically what I'm going to do, and now I'm think now that I think about it, this could this might not be the most efficient use of my time, but that's uh, all right. You have a lot of time to use, so <laughs> yeah. So if I've got no engineer, I roll two and take the lowest, right? Uh yes. Okay. And again, like you'll still make progress either way. Yeah. It's just and not I'm... much if it's a low roll. Yeah. Okay, one. So yeah, that'll put that will remove shoulder dent and tick a single thing on the repair clock. Yep. Okay, cool. I say, luckily, despite your not real uh, knowledge of engineering, uh, you you have what are those little things called that they would always show on like the infomercials where it's like you put it oh on God. a car to like <laughs> suction cup the yeah. dent out. That's, oh. literally, that's yeah. literally what I was thinking about it. Except what I'm picturing. Because of the scale of the Kraken, I like to think that it's something that has to be up on, like, on, like, a big winch system, yeah. like, yeah, uh, hanging above it, like, it's the size of him, and he just, like, suctions it down, and then, and there's, like, like, a sound like, like a crane, a... but it has, like, a yeah. huge satellite dish size suction cup on it, yeah. <laughs> like, repair minor dents, and that's all yeah. it's there for, is to fix minor dents, because you get tons of them on that, on, on the Kraken especially. I like I like to picture that like you don't even see this really happening except like partway through like the attempted like working on the ribcap montage. Um, there's like a sound like a gong being rung in reverse, <laughs> and like <laughs> the two people look at that just like jump up and look over, and Pepper's just over there waving at him. It's operating the giant dent remover. Wonderful. Yeah. yeah. Massive dad energy like popping. Dents out of the truck on a Sunday. Like, hey, neighbor. God. Uh, how about Gabrielle? What you up to? All right. So, um, for the first action, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to train. And since we have the the insight upgrade, I can do two XP at once, right? Just to uh, yeah. So when you train insight, you get two insight XP instead. All right. Okay. So that. So how are you going to train your insight? Like, what's it, what's what's Gabrielle up to? Hmm. I guess what might shape that is what are you? Because you said you're going to get an upgrade. What are you taking that upgrade in? I'm getting an engineer. I'm trying to decide. Know, you could also be here hangar, doing engineering yeah. work. <laughs> you could literally you just be hanging out with us, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Also yeah. helping, trying to help with red cap, but not knowing what any of this shit does. Yeah, she's got, like, in her... charge in charge of the beer and the radio, and Arabella's the one passing wrenches. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, she's got like uh, repair manuals because she's, you know, apparently our boss has got it so that we're going to get blasted by pirates any day now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as happens. And she's like, you know, I was thinking about it. Uh, so if they don't want to transport it for a while, maybe it's also because. Dragon Teeth just said they were going to be coming for it. <laughs> That's a reasonable assumption. So yeah, we, you just hold on to that for a little bit. We'll see what happens. You think they're, like, considering this is a, a you know, a mech-sized vehicle either way, you do think there is some legitimacy to the uh, position that was made in the report of, like, they will put this in a museum, but they have to make room for it first. Yeah, they have it. it it's a it's a hassle to make space to display something of this size. Someone yeah. they're probably gonna have to do renovations on a building or something. So yeah, no thinking... no real idea of like if that is going to happen in any time in the future. But plus you know, we've like... always already seen like how transporting 
an item can make it perhaps more vulnerable <laughs> to perhaps to other squadrons. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. um, Fern, didn't you say you wanted to see if you could get some information on the thing? Yeah, I, I remember I saying kinda... I was not going to make that take time at least because it's yeah. not. I, w- um, I I th- I think at some point like Giuseppe pulls out the uh s- the the less smart than our smartphone smartphone and just like looks it up looks yeah. looks up the red cap to see like what at least the public knows about it. Yeah, um give me a study roll. Uh, we're just going to count this as a downtime one and what I'll say is I'll give you an amount of information based on how you roll flat. Like you'll be able to okay. find something. All right. One second. I just want to know if you like how, because this is also kind of a gauge of how much information is maybe. How good it? How good general. is Giuseppe at googling? Yeah, that too. <laughs> this is a study role, so it's just like, do, do you know how to search engine optimize in reverse? How to use JSTOR? <laughs> Three. Um, fair, fairly low on there. Um, what I will say is, uh, you get the very, you get the gist of it, which is that uh, the red cap used to be. Uh, what's called the red cap used to be a it it was a dragon's teeth mech so uh there is you know some legitimacy in that guy's specific outrage it's hard to tell like if it like what specific fleet or faction it belonged to it's just kind of known as a dragon teeth mech um it had kind of a uh it was it it was actually it wasn't famous but like amongst the people who followed you know, the ongoing war with, like, mm-hmm. any amount of, like, you know, scrutiny. It I'm just had now repu- realizing that there's probably in this society some, like, war otakus that know exactly <laughs> what's happened. Oh, totally. And because, like, the war's been going for, I think, like, 100 or 200 years, something oh, yes. like that. Uh, or or the, the war, quote-unquote. Yeah. I think we call I think called it the war by any other name, because it's not a war, even though it's a war, etc., cetera, okay. etc. Cetera. Mm-hmm. So most people just don't care, because it's been the backdrop of, like... It's been the cultural background, basically, mm-hmm, that sure. this thing is happening. But there's some people who care a lot. Uh, what I'm... you find out about it, though, mm-hmm. is that um, for its, like, service period, which is something like, I want to say, like, four or five years about a decade ago like 10 to 12 years ago is when it was uh, active mostly um and it had this reputation for uh not really ever losing dogfights and it's not like like there's good technology in here but it's still like in like a good mismatched kind of fights it would still overcome and so it had like kind of a reputation uh for being this like sort of uh, what's the Red Baron's plane called? I was right? about to like, literally say it's like the yeah. Red Baron. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's kind of the Red Baron of recent history. Um, but then about uh, 10, 12 years ago, it was uh, shot down uh, by uh, Grand Tycon uh, oh, somewhere no up north. <laughs> yeah, and, it, and like it's you can't really find much information about it, but like like about the battle itself or anything because again like these there are so many and like basically anyone who's blogging about them or whatever is blogging about (laughs) what you can see from the ground basically and Mm. all anyone really knows is that it was shot down over the ocean uh 10 to 12 years ago about Mm. and was never seen again never recovered apparently until now 
when I go on this journey, I am going to read all of that out loud to everybody. I, I love this idea, by the way, that, like, Bella is trying to work out these computer systems, and at one point she just looks up, and, like, there's Giuseppe, and there's Gabrielle, and she's like, what am I, your freaking teacher? <laughs> <laughs> no, you're the entertainment. Oh, fantastic. <laughs> Great. Just keep shining, just keep shining the light right here, then, Keep reading the internet to me, I guess. <laughs> Great. We do have this new high-speed inter- internet. That was a good get. <laughs> well, Giuseppe says that uh, has not been installed yet. Yeah. It's been like two days. <laughs> to, there, Giuseppe there, doesn't I, know I, how I, that works. Don't worry. <laughs> Giuseppe I, I is a himbo. It, I think what happened with that is like there's somewhere around here there is an LTRF detachment that's like planning out like an actual you know deployment strategy for that like next two years here's our rollout plan that kind of thing Mm -hmm. uh actually no they're probably that you will probably get preferential set up first because it is listed as your public works thing so it does probably start here you're one of the first cities to get google fiber hell yeah yeah congrats um yeah so that's our first round of downtime uh anyone want know what they want to do for number two um, I actually do have something else. I've I've had my my plans pretty <laughs> like mapped out. Radical. Well, let's um, hear your number two. Well, actually, there are two different things I know I want to do. I guess the question is, do you think that like the activities that we just described basically constitute like a day or something like that? Uh, as much time as you would need it to, probably like uh, some number of days, less than a week. It okay. could be one day. It could be three days. It could be whatever. Whatever's convenient for your purposes in this case. The, the time scale isn't super important here. All right. Well, um, in Cutting Loose, I have had Pfeffer uh, get drunk and do an employee evaluation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now I'm going to mix things up and I'm going to introduce a bit of setting lore yes. that has been in my head for a while. <laughs> oh. If you allow me to take the reins. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, uh, I think like... As things are winding down, um, I think Pfeffer is going to approach the group and said, Well, last mission wasn't the cleanest one, but it is our cleanest one yet. Hey, nobody got shot. And I think we had, yes, nobody got hurt. Uh, We made some significant advancements in favor of Crown and Country. And best of all, We've accomplished so much that it has allowed these uh, renovations to happen. So, I am going to treat the team just as my father always did after I did especially well in school. <laughs> and he, like, holds up his, like, car keys. Who wants to go out for Euros? Yes! So, So, in theory, this is something that would have... That everyone would be participating in. However, since you can only cut loose with one person at a time, I'd figure Arabella because she's the only one I haven't done it with yet. And I, like, I also just like the idea of she just winds up being in the passenger seat. <laughs> sure. Yeah, oh god. Mm-hmm. Okay. What, what's the what's the uh, Pfeffer Humboldt and or Humboldt family uh, vehicle of choice here for driving to the place where you get euros? <laughs> um, I'm. Uh... 
I'm is, is he picture- ritzy like driving a bentley or is like a minivan or <laughs> i'm you're I'm, gonna let I'm me thinking... drive the rogue i'm sorry that's I'm... for all you heroes fans out there <laughs> i'm i'm picturing something in like not not necessarily rolls royce or whatever it's something <laughs> that like was very fancy and expensive a while ago sure. you know it's, it's, got, it's, a, a, it's a thunderbird <laughs> Yes, yeah, so got the fans. <laughs> it's, it's, I feel like it's either that or it's like something like a really well maintained like seventies Cadillac or something. Oh yeah, right? yeah. something like that. Cool. It's just like an outrage. Like it's not like you wouldn't see it and go, "Ooh, rich car," but you see it and you're like, "Oh wow, okay." So th- yeah. this is legit. All right, cool. Yeah. Also, um, thanks to a generous uh, early Christmas gift. Um, I'm now thinking about the weird cars they have in Disco Elysium with like the uh-huh. engines in the back yes! and stuff. The Cooper so, like, I feel like there might there might be a little bit of that. Um, Great, wonderful. So, so I'm not sure exactly what everyone was expecting, but um, basically driving into town and uh, winds. <laughs> and, uh, again, I don't know. Like, hopefully, no one like dressed up for this, but he basically winds up pulling into. Um, a drive-through. Oh um, yeah, hell yes. Uh, I, th- I think there's probably an exchange of like uh, of like Gabrielle or Arabella, like, oh okay, I'll go. I'll, no, probably Gabrielle uh, more than Arabella being like, oh, okay, I'll go get changed. Like, no, that's not necessary. Really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, all right. And like as he's driving, he's just talking about how like oh you know obviously you know we have a chef back at the house, but this is a particular comfort food for me because of and he's just like rambling on about his like childhood. So he's pulling into a drive-through of a place, and I like to picture that this is maybe like a chain within Grand Tycon called Euros Hero. Yes, Euros Hero. Um, Great. Yeah. <laughs> Something I recently found out is that apparently in in Greek the singular of Euros is Euros. Um, Wonderful. And but like, so I'm picturing it. I think the like the mascot for it would be sort of like whatever, like like a cartoon version of like some kind of like Hellenistic hero equivalent, mm-hmm. you know, like a Hercules <laughs> or a Perseus type guy. Except also he like has horns and stuff, and he's nice, like nice, 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 nice. And he's like holding like a spear in one hand and a euro in the other. He's like a little Caesar's guy, but it's for what? Euros. Wait, what if he has? What if the euro is stabbed onto his feet? I feel like the the little GM I'm injecting here is I feel like it is Hellenistic cartoon hero, but it's a. Uh, rendition of one of the uh, saints that has been sort of attracted uh, controversy yes. in years but it's not actually like that harmful or offensive so everyone just lets it slide <laughs> okay. yeah. god yes yeah, it, it's like it's like I, red jackie or or uh what the name I was her thinking... is which i don't have on hand but it's just like a cartoon like hero version of her with like a year <laughs> with like heroes impaled on like a trident or something I and there's thinking... like like every so often there's an or... article you know yeah. oh, but like yeah. it, they, they were just like no we're leaving it, it no, it's, it's we're it, never it's changing fine. it fuck you <laughs> yeah. the church has not condemned them officially so they have not <laughs> felt the, the need to change it i am so happy i'm thinking of like 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 this this mascot with very sharp teeth and maybe a shark fin yeah. Like... yeah, so it works out. It's just Red Jackie. It's it's a shark. It's a shark. It's a shark lady, a big tough shark lady, and she wants to be a hero. Um, and I picture this franchise is like this place, like is to euros as like 
what Burger King is to burgers. Oh, my God. Or, like... <laughs> oh, no. So, like, not <laughs> good. Did take us oh, to, like, geez. a cool well, hole so in the a, wall so place? So it's this a 50... Dad move. So it's a 50-50 shot of whether it's, like, decent or not? <laughs> like, not necessarily, like... I don't want to say off the hand, offhand that it's like immediately bad, but they do bad things with. It's <laughs> with, <laughs> with the basic concept, right? Like have... three sixty game. We're Saint. We're one. We're Red Jackie Saint rides a mini bike. Oh my god! <laughs> but like, I'm thinking, it's like when it's like when you pass by a Taco Bell and you look at the new thing they've got, and part of you says that looks like a tasty, and the other thing is like mm, that looks like a science mistake. You know? Um, okay. Um. The. The 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 new seasonal uh, special whatever is like, everyone give me an ingredient uh, <laughs> double and, deep uh, double deep fried <laughs> wonderful uh, you can't say gyro because gyro is presumed yeah. cheese okay cheese, cheese, nacho fried. cheese nacho oh, cheese wonderful oh, chili there you go chili <laughs> Owen no, well well I. Um, I had you said say? honey mustard, but now combined with all the other oh. stuff, I'm picturing sort of like a sort of, I'm picturing a Euros chimichanga hybrid. <laughs> oh, it's horrible. Yeah, I, I, uh, I think chips. I, there there's yeah. definitely just a, uh, we get the sign of just like, try our new Eurochanga. And it's yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> and it's just a really delicious looking picture of an affront against God. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bell Waters. This yeah, is definitely absolutely. more of a Taco Bell than what I've experienced <laughs> with Burger Kings. <laughs> I mean, they had they had like you know the the chicken fries or whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um... they, they did that one burger that was designed to give you nightmares. Yeah, <laughs> what? Uh, you know the one burger that was designed to give you nightmares. <laughs> You don't understand. Like, it isn't about the food. It Like, the last time I went inside a Burger King, the ceiling was leaking. Yeah, no. <laughs> this, one, but, but, I'll, I'll yeah. this one's a nice one. This is a, this is a nice year yeah. here. Okay. You've heard horror stories, but this, this, one's, is... this one's genuinely kind of impressive. Yeah. And so, yeah, Fe- Fever is going to pull up and, like, Get like the like the like the chicken tender euro or something like that. God, this fucking guy. Great. Yeah. Uh, um, Arabella, yeah. Arabella and I guess anyone else. So like, Arabella, are you also doing downtime or planning to, or are you just going to be along for the ride in this sense? Yeah, I'm, I got four stress. It depends if you want to risk it or not, I guess, or if you have other things you'd rather do with your time. You don't have to. Uh, like he's going to be doing it anyway, as long as you're like, yeah, I'm coming here to eat euros, and it sounds like you are. Yeah, I'll hold off. Okay. There's um. Others. So, Pfeffer, you roll dice equal to your relationship with Arabella, which is... Just the one right now? Just the one. Three. Okay, that works. Yeah, so you re- recover three stress. Uh, There's probably... I think it's just like a combination of... It's still really good. You do have the thing, though, where it's like... uh. I have just realized I took all my friends out to celebratory Euro Hero. Does that make me a square? <laughs> <laughs> but it's the the thing is like you you stop caring about that pretty quickly because it's fucking good food and it seems like every, it seems like Arabella at least is enjoying the uh, monstrosity <laughs> she ordered. Yeah. Gabrielle got the lamb, but with the French fries in it, like nice. you do. as you got to. Wonderful. <laughs> Giuseppe got something stupid, like, (laughs) (laughs) 
was like, can I get this with black beans, please? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, uh, All right, who wants to use their second action next? I'm gonna... Oh, what's that? I I realized it did not give something that gives me necessarily like a... Actually, you know what? I'm gonna ask like like a quick question, like what is Arabella's overall impression of the place and the food? Because that might inform the belief I get to form Ooh, about her then. That's fun. Uh, <laughs> Bella's just happy to have somebody else buy her food, frankly. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, still kind of thinks boss is a bit of a square because he is her boss. Uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, like, it's like, this is, this is pretty cool. This is this okay. is pretty good. And has uh, has I'm Arabella a had a Euro King before? No, no, lived way too far out in the boonies for all that time to uh to yeah, have they, a Euro they, 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 don't, they don't have Euro here up in that part of the country. No. They, they have very little uh in terms of fast food restaurants. No one spends any money on fast food restaurants up there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'll think over a belief I can get from that. I think I, I think that based on what little uh, he knows about her personality, I think that Pfeffer probably thinks of Arabella to some degree as, like, salt of the earth. So mm, that fair. might partially be why he thought she would like this. <laughs> have uh, have Arabella or Giuseppe come up with any beliefs for each other yet, by the way? No. Uh, nope. <laughs> but I've marked it, but I haven't come up with the belief yet. Other well, yeah, than just, like, just put pins in it so you don't forget to do it. Uh, yeah. Worst case scenario, if you don't get to it, you don't get to it. Um. So, who wants to do uh their second turn through? So I have two ideas. Sure. What's um. Up? So the first thing is I have two level one harms, so I probably should get rid uh, of yeah. that. Uh, yeah, and for, and for level one harms, that would just be basically spending the time. Uh, because yeah. any level one stuff gets cleared uh, yeah. anytime you do the action. And then add whatever to the healing clock or whatever. Yeah. Um. So I think that that might be where it is. And I think that since my harms are snubbed and flustered, I think that I don't even realize I'm going to the doctor. I think I just go and, like, uh, go to kausars and just end up like talking about the experience and also uh the the cute high power person enemy that i (laughs) got the number of (laughs) but just like i i basically just like i think it's more of just like me talking talking out like what happened to somebody else Mm -hmm. uh but yeah Kauzar is uh, definitely impressed that you willingly set foot on a satellite again because he's probably he he says as much. I'm I'm never going on one of those things again. Can't pay me enough money. I mean, keep your base on the ground where I can actually treat you, huh? <laughs> I mean, I mean, I had to land after on a satellite after the mission that yeah. where I was out and the ad. I heard about it before we landed, before before we like docked or whatever mm-hmm. and yeah. so i it it hasn't really been i guess it doesn't mean satellites don't have that connotation with me it's just uh. <laughs> one day at a time <sighs> right yeah one day at a time right yeah um so go ahead and you can just roll uh i think just 1d6 question mark i don't yeah doesn't doesn't matter too much because you're going to be clearing your level ones anyway but yeah 
find the right channel don't put it in the wrong channel some part of me thinks that when i go through and try and my own stab at forge in the dark i'm just going to completely get rid of the rules for this because it seems like the time is enough of an expense you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh healing is a d4 or is it a d6 a d6 everything's okay. a d6 Oh, five. Oh, yeah, so you put a two in the healing clock and wipe your level ones. Okay, cool. Cool. Mm-hmm. Who wants to go next? We still have Arabella and Gabrielle on this turn. Yeah, uh, for my next action, I wanted to do a um, a fix roll. Try that again now that I finally got a dot of engineering. Yay! Sure uh, thing, yeah, go for it. Okay, let's see. I believe for fix, if it comes to it, I believe you can spend material to improve the result of your roll, but for, uh, I don't know if it's going to matter for you or not. Let's see. Oh, I got a one. Okay, so that says uh, one segment on the clock. Yep. Um, you so. can uh, spend a material to bring that up to two, but uh, you have, I think, one material to your entire squad right now, so. Yeah, um... Let me mark those actually, because you do have one material and one personnel after everything's said and done. Uh, oh, and actually, you have—I forget—I forgot—you still have a supply point from your airfield. Pick material or personnel. Which one's it going to? Oh, oh, okay. I'm down to y'all. Good if I use that if it needs yeah. for another. Yeah, and that's okay. just another tick on the clock or another. Uh, yeah, just another tick on the clock. Cool. Okay, cool. It improves the result by one, so it goes from one to two to three to five. Ah, okay. All right. So, uh, yeah, uh, Gabrielle's got the got her reading material set to how to put a new arm on your mech, and she's chipping away at it. But uh... <laughs> taking taking some time. That's yeah. all right. Like I um, imagine it's big enough to where you've got to like haul it up and move it into position with machinery. And then, yeah, a, like, a big part of the time spent it. is just like removing like what remains of the arm still that isn't like, the normal <laughs> oh. connector and yeah, then making the sure that the arm you have is the right connector and getting that mm-hmm. in and everything it takes some time um so arabella yeah uh, what are you doing for your second uh action um i am going to also heal my harm because i've got two level one harms Wonderful. You're also taking a visit to Kalsar. What are your uh, level two harms? Neck sprain and shoulder shot. Ah, yeah. Still uh, clearing up from uh, your... Oh my god, that's uh, a six. Ooh. Ooh. Wow. Well, you mark three (laughs) in your healing clock, but these are level one, so you're going to wipe them anyway. Okay. So, and what the having the healing clock left over is you lose your healing clock whenever you take harm, Mm -hmm. but if you don't take harm, then you have run over for things. So, like... It's not going to do much for you now, but... If uh, I manage to avoid really... harm on the next mission, then... We'll see. <laughs> well, for, for, in your case, it's still not going to do much for you, because you currently have no harm anyway. Sure. But... Oh, yeah, that's true. So, oh, well. May as well just mark it, whatever. Yeah, sure, why not? Uh, and I actually... Is that all of us for round two? That is all of us for round two, so let's move on to round three. It sounds like you have something in mind. Um. No? I actually like this idea of like Bella patching her or you know coming back from getting patched up um and she's just 
so interested in this mech. Can I do the same project Absolutely. twice in downtime? Absolutely. You could spend all three actions doing the project, the same project. Yeah. That's completely fine. That's what you want to do. Uh, this is this some this is something that that made a neuron in her brain fire of familiar familiarity. <laughs> Uh, this is giving serotonin right now. <laughs> uh, serotonin. serotonin? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go ahead. Uh, what are you doing? To like, are you just gonna keep like shucking stuff open, or are you actually gonna try and like do like actual software thing? Or you have a thing open? I think like your next approach is pretty open. Mm-hmm. You know, because you can get inside the cockpit now. So like, you could either like try and break things open physically. You could like try and like just plug something in and hope for the best kind of thing you know mm. how are you thinking you want to do this that's an interesting question now that i think about it i was just going to go with engineer again but can i if you can make a case for something i will let you try just about anything yeah can i i don't know how how if this will even work try to pilot it like try to see if I you... like with manu- <laughs> like with maneuver, right? Right, right. How are you? Um, because like hmm. when because like when she sat in Volk for the first time, it was like a like a spark, right? Right. And it's just the thought of like actually trying to get into this like waterlogged Meg, and just going through yeah. the boot up sequence motions. Uh, you shop vacked it, but you, when you sit like in the pilot's seat, uh-huh. whatever that looks like, I think it, it's still like, oh, that made a noise that yeah. indicates there's still water in here. Yeah, there is a squish when I sit down. I don't like that. Good thing I am. Good thing I am dressed. Otherwise, this would be very uncomfortable. This would be extremely disgusting. Yeah, and the whole thing still smells like the bottom of the ocean. But you know, whatever, it's fine. Thankfully, the smell of the salt overpowers the, sun, the smell of any mildew that might still be yeah. in here, or dead fish that got in. Uh, no dead fish, actually, oh, just nice. the water. No <laughs> dead person either is what's surprising <laughs> to me. <laughs> yeah, it was just water in there when you, when it all came out. Would that would that work? Would that count? Like to roll for maneuver instead? Um, I mean, tell me how you're doing it. Like, what what's the scene look like? That's you using your piloting skills to try and interface with this. Yeah. Um. So I think she she you know gets back from the doctor and it's it's late and she's just like I cannot let this go I do not want to let this go just yet uh, so goes back to the hangar probably after everybody else is already asleep um, has to crowbar open the the, the uh, hatch again because somebody closed it while she was gone um, and then just gets in and um, starts like just going through like the practiced boot up or okay this is a stupid this is a stupid callback have you ever seen the movie speed racer Great, <laughs> i have not greatest movie ever made speed racer i, I really need to that. watch Never that made time for it Super unfortunately good. uh there's a scene at the very end of it where he's like just kind of intuiting like what do you need to get the car back up and running um so i guess it's like pilot's intuition through maneuver to try and like make this thing if not start then at least i don't know 
puts hand on steering wheel, gets a vibe check. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know. I don't know what, if the what, what 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 still say access is, to the computers still. I don't know. I don't what like I'm going to say is, um, I think considering... I will let you do this. Cool. I think for normally I would say that is would probably be an interface, but I think for you specifically because of how you pilot your normal Mac and you're doing what comes to you in mind for that, I'll let you use the uh, inter- uh, the uh, maneuver here. Cool. I was hoping that would. Make I think sense. that would be an interface for anyone else, though. Yeah. For any other character, that sure. is. Mm-hmm. That's a six. <sighs> There's a six. There's Ooh. six in there. <laughs> well, hey. Ooh, nice. And so, I did need to good the, first roll. Di- the first dice that rolled. I probably could have just rolled engineer again, but you know. So that mm-hmm. is with three going to fill up that four clock there. Um, so we get like Arabella just kind of like almost doing the equivalent, I guess, of like shadow boxing with the inert controls a little bit, mm-hmm. just like moving them around, trying to get a feel for it, and just very. How do I put this? Very like. Anti, not anticlimactic, but very just like unceremoniously while you're doing this in this like just horribly wet, smelly cockpit, <laughs> just moving around these controls. They're having this, they have the resistance, you know, that like uh, you would expect for when they're not like normally there's like a bit of resistance when you push or pull this lever because it's like calibrating for what it can actually do. But here the controls just kind of move around like really freely, but a little sluggishly yeah. because they're not. Uh, nothing is like activating with them and you feel like a, a just a brief shiver and a screen in the front of the cockpit uh comes on oh, shit. Yeah. and you can kind of it's hard to see because like but you can tell what you're looking at is like a visual display and it's very like muddy because like the the camp the visual sensors themselves are were underwater and damaged and everything but like you can tell it's looking out at uh the inside of the hangar that you're in you can see the familiar kind of blobs of color of uh gabrielle's mech over on the opposite side Mm -hmm. of the hangar and you realize you've just managed to actually get this thing on you're in i'm in uh yes so what do you you want to know uh, she's gonna actually scramble to the, to like the, I think like while she was doing the work earlier, she was using like an old terminal just hooked up to it. Like, try, like come on, please just give me some kind of information. Um, uh-huh. actually scrambles and hooks that up to like the inside of the mech now. So she can actually, you know, maybe read things a little bit clearer. Um, and God, what do I, yeah, I didn't think I'd get this far. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I made it pretty short because I figured just getting into a computer doesn't take a whole lot of time. Yeah. Either way, like if there's a computer to get into it, all you can get into it. Sure. Um, I want to. Uh, what hat? Like, if there's any kind of flight logs or like audio logs, um, or even flight recordings from the day it went down. Yeah. Um. So I think the first thing that you find is let me think the first thing that you find is a uh you're so you're looking for like the flight logs and you find very quickly like there are dated files Mm -hmm. like in like dated in the conventional format most of them are like 
there's like occasional little words you can read, but most of them are horribly garbled. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're very corrupted. You are able to see the last one is dated to uh, somewhat to uh, let's say the winter of 1975. So about uh, about 12, 13 years ago. Okay. Yeah, about 12 years ago um, is the last recording on here. Um, and like the other files in here, there's there's a, there's audio and transcript recordings. The audio recordings are just like you're playing through them, and you just get this like you know just garbled noise, garbled noise, garbled noise for all of them. Looking through transcripts, garbled text, garbled text. You are able on the last one though to see a mention of Ironbreaker, which you presume would be the Ironbreaker cliffs up in the north uh, west part of this map. Mm-hmm. And there's, and, and you figure, so like, and what you get from that at least is that you can reasonably assume this last conflict it was in was up in that part of the area and it probably was downed somewhere in that body of water. Um, I'm trying to think what else you would get from here. Um, you know, it's winter of 75, that's where it went down. Um, um, what about who made the thing? Is that a thing I can get access to? Yeah, um, so let's see. Two more pieces of information, I guess. Um, the first is, you. the last thing that you do see in that, that flight log is that you do also see, like, in between garbled text, there is a, a recording that, there is, like, a piece of text that just says very clinically, pilot killed mm. in there. Mm. Um, hard to know when or where or what happened, but you do know that the pilot of this was uh, deceased at some point. Um, as for who made it, you don't find, like, a specific name or anything like that. Um, what you do find is an indication that it, a stamp on, let's say, I think it's actually literally in, like, a file heading that just happened to be uncorrupted in one of these, but you do see, uh, or in a couple of these, actually, you do see repeated, uh, mention of something called Leviathan in, like, full caps and it occurs to you that this might be the unit or squad that it belonged to okay mm. is any of this making any neurons fire Saturn <laughs> well, let me roll me fortune oh boy let's find out you always ask me, you ask me to roll fucking fortune. I like fortune because it's just like does it happen or not and I don't have to figure out like are you using a skill here because you're not you're seeing if a neuron fires four um, yeah, I mean, I think there's two things at fire here. The first is obviously, like, the coincidence of this thing having been downed at Ironbreaker mm-hmm. or near Ironbreaker and you being kind of from that area, yeah. the coincidence there is not lost on you. You feel like you recognize Leviathan, but it's like one of those things where it could just be a word that you've seen a lot in other contexts. Sure. Like, you know enough to know at least that there apparently used to be these, like, it's kind of like the same thing as, like, see, when someone reads about, like, the Megaloceros or whatever it's called, like, the, uh, or the Megalodon, where it's like, oh, there used to be this really big shark. Mm-hmm. You know, it used to be some kind of, like, very ancient sea creature that's not around anymore is kind of what you've picked up at some point, but you don't really know why that would be significant sure. of a name aside from that. Okay. Um... Yeah, I think it's everything. Yeah, cool. No, I'll yeah. take it. Cool.
Cool. And so that project is completed. Cool. Good job. Yay. Yay, I did clock. it. You did, you did a project. <laughs> Someone completed the project woo, woo. on the thing. Woo. Okay. Uh, third turn. We still have three of you. Who wants to go next? Um, oh. I, oh, <laughs> go ahead. I, I, I had something, but I also kind of double dipped earlier. So. Okay. Uh, I can, I can go. Uh, hey, Saturn, has John texted me yet? <laughs> <laughs> let me think if not then i'll do something else but most important oh, let me ask you a question mm-hmm. if john hadn't texted giuseppe would giuseppe have texted john no interesting not yet anyways maybe after not the yet next anyways question. i yeah. think I think John has been patient. I, I think he has. Uh, we are both playing the waiting game. Understand? I think. I think that maybe <laughs> at some. What I think happened is I think maybe at some point there was like a confirmation. Like when you text someone like, "Hey, it's me. This is my number," or whatever. Like sort of there was the acknowledgement that you both have each other's number, and mm-hmm. that's it. That's what you've had so far. Okay, and that was like enough. pretty much like immediately after you left or were leaving, just like real quick. Um, but yeah. since then, uh, it's been pretty silent. Yeah. I, I, I don't want to, the reason is I don't want to just start a conversation with, so what do you know about the Adastra? Um, <laughs> so yeah, the, 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 yeah. the, the GM warning flaring here is that's a really uh, weird <laughs> thing to start a conversation with a yeah. powerful man with out of context. Yeah. I'm not gonna, gonna start that, uh, yet. Uh, I think what I'm going to do is... Uh, contact Dr. Barricus mm-hmm. and uh, just uh, basically uh, work on exploiting my clearance by just like, oh, we've done things together a couple of times. Why don't I help you around the uh, lab and possibly look and see what you're uh, what your password is or whatever to to figure out how to get into the system so that I can search this thing that happened with your information. Is it now let me ask you a question based on what you're trying to do here. Is it funnier if you just show up at at, at their place of work over yes. in the capital city because you can travel pretty freely to yeah. other parts. So is it just like you leave one morning and then like get there and Fran's just like, "Huh?" <laughs> It's <laughs> like, uh, oh, oh Lieut- Lieutenant Finch, I wasn't expecting. Yeah, I, I suppose you can ha- help. Uh, oh, okay, I like that. I think yeah. I think it's funny. Um, <laughs> let's call that. That's going to be a consort, probably. Mm-hmm. If this is going to be for a long-term project, mm-hmm. uh, see if you can finagle your uh, closeness into something a little more productive, shall we say? Mm-hmm. Four. A four is respectable. That's going to get you uh, two bumps on here. Um, I believe if you want, this is a thing where you could spend one of the currencies to increase the results. No, I think uh, I'm I don't good. Think, I think, as I say, I don't think doing it once would help. I think you would have to do it twice. But Yeah, I think I'm good. Uh, okay. But I definitely, uh, I'm really good at holding flashlights for people, actually. <laughs> yeah, I think, I think just uh, what happens is like, well, we're actually uh, trying to go through and get like the uh, deployment plan sorted for some of the 
you know, the moon glass cabling stuff. Um, could you, and like, she's kind of like, Hey, I need you to go put this file away or to go do this, that, the other thing. And mm-hmm. like, you're under a good amount of scrutiny, but there is still like, you have the opportunity a bit to kind of like feel out the LTRF actual like home location in a way you didn't really get to last time you came over here. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's, it's enlightening. You meet some people, see some, see some weird, see some things that you realize you can't get away with looking into, but make a note of, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, I think I might even like, perhaps like trade some stories about how the, how we were able to get the, the thing open, uh, and that water came out of it, which might not be the wisest thing to tell somebody who might want to preserve <laughs> the thing. But yeah. Giuseppe's dumb. <laughs> she's like, she, she, she is like, well, that's weird, right? Because yeah, yeah if, if it was airtight, right? Like, how did water get in? Yeah, like how did was the water get water in? Did it, there wasn't a body? There. Wait, you opened the cockpit and there there was literally just water and nothing else inside? Just water. And salt water had... too, yeah. as if that matters. <laughs> yeah, she's like they they definitely just kinda like like furrow their brow like they're trying to puzzle something out and they're just like That's weird. Right? I've, I was I just, expecting I, a I mean, skeleton. Yeah, and, like, I'm not gonna, like, pretend like I know tons about about war history or whatever, but, like, I didn't, I never heard anything about the, the, you know, the, I, you'd think if the, the ship went down with the pilot in it, and it was airtight sealed, that the pilot would still be in it, right? Yeah, and that it wouldn't be full of water, because it's airtight sealed, it would still have, like, the old air in it. Weird. Weird. Right? Well, I guess let me know if you find out anything else. I, I'm presuming you've left... Well, I shouldn't ask things I don't want to know. And you get you get the <laughs> sense that she that she was about to ask you about Catch-77, and she's like... And decided that it that it would be more convenient for them if they just did not know what you... What, if you had done anything to that yet. Oh, we still have Catch-77, too. We have so many mysteries! I might... <laughs> I might poke and prod at that, but I think with a four, I don't get anything out of that uh, in yeah, that direction. I, 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 yeah, I think like if you had asked about, it, they'd just be like, "Oh, you know, the boss is still trying to to get command to let him requisition that back." They're actually uh, been trying to see if uh, they've been doing some remote work. You know, looking over some of the uh, the uh, flight recording readings from the last from Volk's last deployment seeing if we can make something out of that so we can, you know, show mm-hmm. higher ups that we're doing that we're doing the projects they want us to do so maybe they'll uh, speed up us getting our stuff back yeah, above uh, my pay grade <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that uh, yeah, I totally get that and yeah, Volk did something weird, right? I wasn't there but Volk, Volk and and uh Bella did like I like make wavy motions near my head. <laughs> well, it's definitely right? the first. It's definitely. I mean, they've always been kind of in sync, and like the, you know, the inframetric readings support there being some kind of connection there. I guess, but like, never but it's not had, like never my had thing. a situation where 
the pilot went rip shit and uh, then passed out while in the, the pilot seat. That didn't happen with any of the other uh, prior pilots either. So hmm. who knows? And it, We're like, still it's... trying to see if we can make anything useful out of the readings that we got from that. They're yeah. new and interesting, but I'm still deciphering them. I think one thing, even though the conversation that we've roleplayed has moved past this, I might also mention that like the bad feeling I got around the red cap and it might just be a vibe thing but like i'm pretty convinced that it as a as a person that like has empath stuff i'm pretty i i trust my gut very much so whether or not barricus actually like takes it seriously is up to her but yeah yeah i think i think like barricus definitely like you know uh i think entertains it during the conversation but you get this feeling that like it's not that Paragus doesn't believe you, but that this is a thing that happens so often with, you know, the lens addicts, with the with the psychic types, where mm-hmm. sometimes things come of it, and a lot of times things don't. And she just kind of like, oh, yeah, I'm listening, you know, like mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Doesn't seem too interested in it, though. Mm-hmm. Just, just by merit of it being a psychic thing. She doesn't... Yeah. Put- she does. She puts a normal amount of stake in. Oh that. yeah, definitely emotional resonance. I get you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she can <laughs> she can see the scientific evidence of there being things that happen to and around the lens addicts, but her opinion on what on what stuff is actually relevant tends to be pretty yeah. pessimistic. It isn't always useful. Got it. Right. Yeah. All right. Cool. Cool. I I I enjoyed that exploiting of my clearance. Wonderful. <laughs> Uh, Gabrielle or Pfeffer, who wants to do next? Well, uh, so at the risk of being boring, I was thinking of just going ahead and doing one more fix to finally oh, yeah. uh, flip hey, this go for it. over. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, will say if you want to, like after this, like y'all still have uh, material and personnel, you can spend those to get extra actions if you want. Okay. So, so three is, a... I think, going to be one tick. Um, if you need to, I think you, you can spend material to bump that uh, to two. Um, um, I don't know if you need to or not, though. I'm at three ticks right now, so, okay, so yeah, I that's just gonna need be to one. fill the clock, right? Yeah, so that's just going to be one, so that's going to fill it, and that's going to bump it back down to a, a a one a one bump. Okay, and I f- figured we would put, like, like uh, replacement arm or incomplete arm. To, yeah, of a placeholder arm. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> <Placeholder> <laughs> arm. You know, we got a, we got a new one coming in. This is just <laughs> yeah. You, you need to get the the you need like the skeleton is quick and is is like fairly easy to replace. But you, there's like robot there's like robot musculature and armor or whatever that you yeah. have to like custom order and takes. Like and it's not uh, pretty yet. <laughs> yeah, those ceramic yeah. plates they gotta they gotta look right. Okay, exactly. <laughs> it, it's it, it's a national uniform requirement that your mech's plates gotta look right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, which just leaves Pfeffer. Okay, so. There are two things I want to do, one of which is boring, but I think important, and the other thing is <laughs> important on a broader scale. So You still have resources right, that you can make yeah. time to do both. Yeah. Okay, yeah, so if it's fine with everything, I'm thinking, all right, if it's fine with everyone, I'll probably, like, spend a personnel or something to double dip. Yeah, go but for it. Yep, that's fine. Basically, yeah, what it. I want to do is, first off, I just want to do a healing, because I've had this, like, two-harm offended for this long and i really need to get that out of here oh yeah Yeah, you're you're still like it's been like a couple weeks at this point but you're still 
you're still fuming over people's insubordination. <laughs> I think because every yeah. time someone's kind of shitty to you, it reminds you of it. Yeah. So, and, you know, we, we talked a little about how it's just like him talking to the doctor and, like, you know, probably getting some like some chill pills or whatever so yeah every time uh, arabella or gabrielle are mildly rude to you it reminds you of the time that uh some bratty private called you a bunch of fucking uh yeah. obscenities that we will yeah. not repeat on air just because i don't i the image of creative swearing is uh better than i can actually do yeah so. and so i'm just gonna roll d6 then yeah okay six so, thank you. Uh, fill that clock clean it down and put another one on the project clock for good measure okay nice and let's see what would offended downgrade to just irked could be yeah. snubbed like i had snubbed also works um, yeah you can join the snubbed club all of you care too much about what people think and that's why you're always like <laughs> all of your characters care too much about that and that's like anytime somebody says yeah. she'll be shitty they just carry coming, it around coming, coming from you that doesn't mean much arabella that doll doesn't shit she's like whatever <laughs> <laughs> and um the next thing i want to do is i want to um work on the uh the turning mickey ono wonderful so how are you going to try and uh win over this uh teen prisoner of war today so basically what i want to do is um i've you know the last time was basically just like asserting like who is in charge here and that she's not going to be, you know, causing any trouble, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, this time, partially because he feels a little bad about it and partially just because it is probably a practical thing, I think he just wants to, like, talk with her for a little while and, like, figure out what her situation is because it's obvious that her situation is not a good thing. So it's partially for the purpose of, like, winning her over, but it's partially for trying to figure out what would be the best thing to do once she is won over, I guess. Okay, I think I'm going to have to, I know this probably isn't what you want here, but I'm going to have to think, I think it's going to be Sway, um, because you are trying, it's a combination of A, trying to influence her feelings, B, trying to specifically get her to, like, make her feelings more specific to you, instead of, like, using a prior connection or politess or whatever else. I mean, I'm, I'm honest, like... I'm, what I'm talking about here is like less, really less about influence and more about like information gathering in that sense, which yeah. I would hope would still be able to work towards the clock simply because it would help. Oh yeah, it would. It will, it, it, it's going to work towards the clock either way. Okay. Um, so, so could consort work for that basically is what I'm asking. Let me see. Mingle with allies and acquaintances might gain accesses to resources, information, people, or places. Uh, might make a good impression. Um, and they'll go sway. Persuade with guile, wit, and charm. May negotiate better ceasefire terms. Might convince a guard that you do, in fact, belong. Um, actually, yeah, I'll say, I'll say consort works here. Okay. I think you have enough of a rapport at this point that you can be fairly clinical about it and not, like, you know, have to negotiate against her better, uh, her her impulses or training. Because, again, like, yeah. like with last time, she already knows no one's... Or she have already gotten the impression that no one is coming for her, and so far nothing has changed to affect her opinion on that at all. Yeah. So I think that probably what's going to happen is that he's probably going to also bring her some Euro's hero. Um, and he's just <laughs> going to, like, basically ask, like, so, like, 
we don't need to go over all of the details in character, but he's basically going to be sort of like, how did you wind up in this, like, as a pilot? Like, why did you do this, you know? Mm-hmm. Th- that that sort of thing. Sure, give Trying me your... Trying to figure uh... out if she has, like, family that she would want to be- reconnect with or whatever. Yeah, sure, give me your concert role and we can uh, hash that out. Six. Hey, a six. Hey. It's going to bump that by three. Let me All think. Right. And so, like... What you find out from her is kind of the thing you uh, probably assumed at this point, considering her and Gabrielle share an alma, an alma mater, but she's, you know, a war orphan, and Aces High tends to source war orphans to be their students, under, in your understanding, the guise of, you know, uh, giving them real skills that they can uh, take with them into adulthood instead of letting them uh, flounder and, like, be condemned to destitution because they don't have parents or whatever, in practice is basically uh, basically uh, stealing war orphans to make child soldiers out of them, mm. which, yeah. you know, no one likes. It's kind of one of those <laughs> uh, things where if this wasn't adverse, they wouldn't get away with it, but because it's like the richest megacorp on the planet, uh, there's you really have to pick your battles kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. Um, she doesn't seem to have as much of a, a, she doesn't seem to have a particularly negative opinion about it. I'll say you pick up like for her, even though the, the like, and, and she's, she like tells you about like, you know, like how it started, how she felt once started and like it being, you know, very nerve wracking and scary. It was, it did very quickly, you know, she did this very quickly. Like, it was better than starving in the street, you know? Mm-hmm. I would like I not I it's not like I would have chosen to do this I think if you know I really had the choice in it but if it was between this and starving to death in some bombed out hut at least you know they feed me and I get to fly a cool robot around or at least I did until relatively recently so you know and she shrugs she doesn't seem to well, like to talk about it too much, I think, because she's had time to think about it and the fact that she's not ever going back there again, mm-hmm. in all likelihood. <laughs> it's it's hard to tell, though. With teen girls, it's hard to tell. That's well, just how it <laughs> I think Pfeffer's probably just going to close on something like, well, hopefully we can work something out. And, like, incredibly vague about what that could possibly be. But Yeah, there's a thing where, like, she doesn't react to that. But it's not like she doesn't feel anything about that. I think it's a, if she had a reaction, her instinct there was to deliberately conceal it. Yeah, I she doesn't want she doesn't want to 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 show how she's feeling in in that respect because like you know there's the whole like, hey, I am I am we're suggesting there is the possibility that we might uh, try and make a traitor out of you is is what you probably figure she's thinking. Yeah, yeah. But either way, like, your Warther's improving. Like, she's at a six of eight there. Like, you get the feeling that, like, it probably wouldn't take too much more to convince her that it's better for her to, you know, be, uh, to play along, at least, and and go and figure out how to move forward instead of, you know, sitting in a room waiting for pickup that's not coming for her. Eventually, so, think... she'll be able to walk around the house. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we'll work. <laughs> Baby steps. I say, it might be a thing to to consider in the future for uh, 
hey, do you want a taste of what freedom? Well, not freedom. That's horrible. I mean, it's true, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. would you like to just like do a tour or something? That might be a that might be a fun scene to do at some point. I get you. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's all the downtime. Did anyone else have anything they want to do? Y'all still have a material if you would like to use it. Mm, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna hold. On. I got four stress, but I feel like I can I can make that work. Um, I've yeah. got five stress, and I'm gonna make it work. Hell yeah! <laughs> I've got two stress, so cutting loose is probably a bad yeah, idea. Yeah, that's my that's my yeah. fear too. Is like cutting loose and overindulging. Uh, basically, with the dragon's teeth breathing down our neck, it's like eh, maybe not. <laughs> do you remember that I do have a thing um, uh, that, like, if you cut loose with me and you uh, like, you can take half and uh, oh. a half of what's rolled. And so and you will not, not overindulge. overindulge. Okay. So yeah, oh well, yeah. I'm, I'm... Feel free to take advantage of that. <laughs> um, since we have a little bit of time on the episode, like we're at like kind of limit we'd want to be, we have a little bit of cutting down. Do, yeah. do we want to go through the uh, end of session XP, or sure. do we rather do that in text? Uh, I can go either way. Uh, let's go for it because we haven't we don't sure. uh, do it sure. super often on air. Yeah. We, we've kind of switched yeah. to doing it in text just because of uh. Usually these downtimes run for a lot longer than an hour and a half, so we did <laughs> successfully cut down the runtime at least a little bit. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I, so let's yeah. let's go through it. Um, let's start with who's first on our on the sheet. Me. I guess the squad would be first. Oh. Oh, yeah. The squad um, is technically first. <laughs> let's save the squad for for last because I feel like that okay. gives us an impression of where y'all are going. So Arabella, you're up first. Where are your Playbook XP. Yep. So y'all, I believe y'all are all empty on XP right now. Um, Because I just leveled up. Yeah. So mark one XP in your playbook or two if this, or for each, one XP for each thing, two if they happen multiple times. So first, you address the challenge with piloting or violence. Are we counting, are we counting downtown actions with this? We are. Uh, This this includes everything that's happened in the session, which is, I think, uh, both downtimes that we did this session as well as the mission uh then i'm gonna say yes because piloting skills are you know or like innate piloting knowledge is what got the uh the the red cap going yeah i think that's the one because you didn't have a whole lot of piloting or violence opportunities really yeah uh but you did use explicitly your piloting to do that so yeah i'll give you one for that uh, next is express your history, tragedy, or opening. Um, I... That definitely happened. That That's kind of happened continuously through this downtime, mm-hmm. at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so, two? Yeah, I think we can call that one, because it's kind of like on the same sure. like note. Okay. It wasn't in like multiple occasions. We can call that one. Sure. Um, you struggled because of your beliefs, scars, or quirks. Yeah. Did, did being vicious... Well, I would say no, because like we didn't call attention to it. I say, did being vicious make you do anything that you wouldn't have normally done if you weren't vicious? No, I gotta keep that in mind more often, too. Actually, I should... Because uh, that is a scar. I'm going to write it here uh, in your scars, because uh, much like Blades in the Dark, if you get four of them, your character has to retire. Nice. Because you are just too much of a mess to, <laughs> to keep uh, being a pilot. Cool. <laughs> So something to keep in mind. Um, yeah, okay. So that's the playbook XP. So that's two for easy you. Easy peasy, lemon breezy, something, something, something. I don't something. Know. Um, 
A worth noting also, by the way, I think you can train playbook XP in downtime. Really? Yeah. Okay. I believe so. Because it's an know. experience track. I think you can do that. I realized I'm one away. For, I should have trained. Um, but it's uh, it's fine. Because I'm uh, literally one, away, one away from, from leveling <laughs> up expertise. Uh, if uh, you want to use a material to do that, I'll let you yeah. do that. It could, it's also very plausible to happen in-game, though. Yeah, that's true. Especially with you. what's about to happen. <laughs> uh, Up to you. Having that extra point would be really good right now. I mean, you can go ahead and do it if you want to. Yeah, I, just... I say let's go. I say, Are you guys cool with that? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, uh, how are you going to spend this material to like, train uh, your... Your piloting skills. <laughs> yeah. um, how am I tra- oh, How am I training my piloting skills? Yeah. So, like, what, like, which, what, what piloting skill are you going to plan to level up from this? Is what I should ask. Because oh. probably something on the expertise track, right? Yeah. Like battle destroyer maneuver. So, like, which of those were you planning to up with your advancement? Battle, probably. Okay. So, like, how? Chase your bliss. So, like, Things I think are about we to use, pop like, off. Yeah, I think we use the material, right, to, like, because it's kind of buying you time, I think there's, like, the buying of materials. So, like, are you just, like, literally getting, like, effectively, like, training dummies for Volk or whatever? Like, what are you, what are you, oh, no, because you have the VR training option. <laughs> yeah, I think it, hmm. I think it's more VR training, maybe, you know? Yeah, I think the material might just be, like, they, uh, they, like... Maybe there's like been upgrades to the the thing that you afforded with like the the resources that you had for the thing. You do some like really in depth training. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't forget to add a rating to your secondary vehicle actions. I think that also has to be battle. But um, oh, duh. okay. I was wondering how that worked. So I actually get to up that too. Yeah, because that's like it's always going to be like your main. Like you're going to have the same total of points between those two between sure. your two forms. That makes sense. Okay. Yeah. Um. So let me think. Cool. So you did that. Um, wonderful. Let's move on to Giuseppe. Okay. Also, real quick, I did see, uh, Sarah, that you have put in a belief for Giuseppe already. Oh, yes. Tell us that if you... Uh, if, I don't know. I was, if, yeah, I, it was really rough. Uh, I was going to maybe well, workshop it, but... Well, so let's yeah. see what, you, what your idea here is, and then if we if it changes next time, we can like bring it up. Helpful it, but yeah. flighty, unsure of how reliable he is. <laughs> oh. um, <laughs> yeah. Let me think. <laughs> yeah, that was I just kind of like think... initial instinct, you know. What else? What I'll say is the only like thing I would suggest immediately is these should be worded like they're facts that you believe are true. Mm -hmm. You could probably cut everything after the hyphen. You can just say he's helpful but flighty. Sure, that works perfectly. And, like, because mm -hmm. the important thing is that to you it's a fact. Right. Okay. You know, you yeah. don't think it. It's just true. Mm -hmm. Cool. Okay. Because yeah. I also have an impression of what my relationship is going to be. I say we're getting to, to you, so let's uh, yeah. hear it. Okay. Uh, so I kind of was thinking about how uh, Bella went to this priceless artifact and uh, crowbarred it open. Uh, <laughs> and so I wrote down Bella doesn't respect history, and that's a good thing. <laughs> Great. <laughs> there, there's some personal politics happening in that brief. I love it. <laughs> uh and so that that is my thing um and then yeah we can get into it giuseppe thinks it's good that hobby lobby paid uh, isis to steal a bunch of tablets <laughs> uh, anyway that wasn't um, what i was 
<laughs> anyway, wow. um, so uh, you address the challenge with understanding or poise. Would uh, you say that's happened in either of the prior two downtimes or the mission that we were on with yeah. understanding or poise? Yeah, like, I think uh, me uh, seducing the big the head honcho of adverse it would count as something akin to poise uh, i would accept es- that <laughs> especially like when i found out that somebody in my own team was sneaking around <laughs> where we went <laughs> i think i'll actually give you the two here because i think you did also like use kind of like your understanding of people came up as a way that you uh learned more information about uh the red cap and connected with the people at uh ltrf so i'm willing to give you the both both of the xp for that so go ahead and mark two cool 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 where is the xp that i mark no worries um so the next one is you expressed your history tragedy or opening i definitely expressed history and tragedy it did come up with uh 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 kosar in downtime yeah, I'll give you one for that. I think I think yeah. that definitely is good there. Um, and struggled with because of your beliefs, scars, or quirks. Um, you don't have any scars or quirks right now, I don't think. So have you struggled because of your belief about someone? Uh, I I think not think in so. this instance. No. Yeah. Okay. So you got three all told. That's still pretty good. Mm-hmm. Um, next up, let's do Gabrielle. Okay. So, um, you address the challenge with deception or influence. That definitely happened at least the once. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think if it happened more than once. I'm trying to remember what all you did during the prior um, oh, downtime. So, she did the sneaking around stuff, and she also did, like, the, like baiting the ua representative into bidding stuff ah yes 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 okay Okay, yeah i'm gonna mark uh both of those for Mm -hmm. you okay um you expressed your history tragedy or opening um Uh, that that i think it came up at least i like again because of you know uh, i know i know at least literally the the prequel uh patreon only whatever uh there was an allusion to that through uh, John being here and things of that yeah. nature. So I feel like I'll take that, it, yeah. <laughs> that, that existed. There, there was something happening there. Okay. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and last is struggle because of your beliefs, scars, or quirks. Um, I don't think you have any think scars so, no. or quirks. And um, I know your beliefs came up, but I don't know if they made you struggle. Mm. Yeah, no, I'm looking at... um. Yeah, no, everything went swimmingly. My yeah, belief about the Arabella, Arabella one came Rintakri. up, but it wasn't like a source of difficulty. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, boss <laughs> was indeed a good social prop. That's um. true. <laughs> <laughs> Giuseppe didn't get you in trouble. Still could though. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> Still good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wouldn't say I struggled with any of that. No. Yeah, Great. I could have. I, I could have pulled you. Along with oh, you me, with John. Oh, have you met? Oh. Yeah, that would so She awkward. used to be in Everest, but I didn't. God, wonderful. Oh boy. Anyway, um, so Pfeffer, uh, okay. you address the challenge with coordination or a ruse. I I I, I want to cash in 
Yeah, I want to cash in too for that because I drew attention away mm -hmm. from like the downstairs, you know, by getting beat up. So I think that <laughs> I think that is both a ruse and coordination. And also, you and did then, use coordination in the same one because you had the the mastermind planning uh, thing. Come yeah. Up. Oh yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I'm definitely getting you both for that. Um, express history, tragedy, or opening. Uh, I'm inclined to give you at least one for that because your again your uh, tragedy uh, came my, up and it was yeah. kind of central uh, in the downtime stuff at the very least. My and also in, in the the heist itself, the mission itself. Yeah, my tragedy technically came up twice, but you could call that just like doing the same thing twice. Yeah. Um, um, I'll go ahead and say because it was kind of different in each. I'll go ahead and give you that twice. Because one was, going, like, why he was bothering you, and the other one was having to grapple with, like, the implications of that, you know? Okay. I, I th I'm and willing then... to give you both of them for that. Okay. Um, and the last one is struggled because of your beliefs, scars, or quirks. No scars I or don't... quirks for you either. Um, yeah, I think, I think in this case, um, like, if he was, like, if he was being hindered because of his beliefs, it would be him, like, trying to rein in the others too much because of, like, s things that didn't he doesn't trust about them. Like, say, like, Giuseppe opens up to the wrong people. Um, like, if he had been, <laughs> if he had acted on that, he would have, like, tried to get in the way of the whole deal with John. So. Now, there is one thing here, and I don't think this is something that caused you difficulty, but it is a belief that was reinforced in truth. Which is um, his belief, one of his two beliefs, his first belief for Arabella, which is she refuses to see how her actions affect the squad. Yeah. I feel like there is some of that evinced in the <laughs> mission, maybe. And you at least might, might have felt that uh, being supported by uh, her getting kind of, uh, not castigated exactly, but uh, getting a mild wrist slap from uh, barrier brass but i don't think that itself caused difficulty that was just reflected mm -hmm. by difficulty yeah. yeah to be perfectly honest like he <laughs> i know that like last time he was like really like huffy about like people breaking rules and stuff but like the simple fact that we stayed within the rules of engagement has him feeling very optimistic <laughs> like oh baby steps very so. good yeah. <laughs> Wonderful. And last but not least, we can go over the squads. XP. Real quick, actually, uh, uh -huh. I want to argue for another point on my thing because uh -huh. I did express my opening when I was like, my opening line with uh, John was, man, I've been in two two different oh, yeah. factions and i and like i've never seen a mech like this Ooh. yeah you're right you're you're totally right thank you for reminding me yeah i'm gonna pop another one on there for you thank nice. you so you got both from that did, one yeah yeah red red is unfortunately something. came up short on this one vis-a-vis -vis the xp but that's okay. fine that's fine i'll make it's, it up it's, we're, we're about to do yeah. we're about to have some, some throw down with dragon's teeth it's fine i say it's it's not a competition but also i am certain that uh if not for playbook experience that red is going to be earning a lot of vehicle experience <laughs> in the future um yeah so last but not what least what were you the... gonna say owen Oh, I think you also mentioned something about being more adapted to like low G or something like that. Yeah, so. I am adapted yeah. to low G. I'm a that's spacer. I was born in space. That stuff <laughs> came up. Um, so last but not least, we'll go over the squad XP. First is ex execute a successful negotiation, espionage, sabotage, or propaganda operation. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah. 
that that it falls somewhere in there i would say probably there's a little bit of sabotage a little bit of espionage i'm i'll call it uh, somewhere in between there and give you a pip for that yeah um face off against challenges above your pay grade uh mm-hmm. that definitely happened <laughs> uh, you only get one of these per but uh that you did that in two different occasions both with the target faction and also that you voluntarily decided to piss off uh one of the most powerful pirate pirate <laughs> Bolster your squad's reputation or develop a new one. Now, your reputation is flashy. Would you say that you bolstered your flashy reputation? We did show up in nice outfits. Mm -hmm. New new internet is pretty nice, right? We also also left with the most famous item that they had. That's true. That's true. That's true. All right, I'm going to give you that. And... Express the goals, inner conflict, or essential nature of the squad. Let's see. So the squad, like our goals are hearts our goals. And minds. Well, what's a hearts faction? Is goals. the faction okay? What the we had? We have the squad goals somewhere. I forget what it where it was is. exactly. Um, that's a good question. I, I think it was. I think I remember something along the lines of, like getting attention or something within the faction was that mm-hmm. like what we agreed was the closest thing that like kind oh of yeah we wanted because that's yeah. the one that that aligns most i think with like all of your collective individual drives mm-hmm. right yeah uh yeah yeah i, and I also yeah one could say that the essential nature of our squad is that we're a bunch of diplomats who do a lot of smooth talking, but also piss people off. So. <laughs> That's true. All right. Well, you're getting all four from that, and that means that you are actually one over the amount you need for an advancement. Yay! Oh boy. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that makes you, that means you take one special ability and one squad upgrade. If oh I'm not God. mistaken. Let me just let me double check that. I know it's at least one special ability, but I think it's also one squad upgrade. Yeah. Do we wanna? Maybe we do that off air, and then the next episode we can reveal whatever cool shiny thing we've got. Yeah. So we'll talk about that more off air. But for now, uh, we are going to leave it there. Um, and join us next time for, in all likelihood, more beam saber. Because I think we have a little bit of gas left in this block. Oh yeah. Uh, in that case, uh, tune in next time, same Big Gay Nerds time, same Big Gay Nerds channel. Big Gay Nerds is made possible by our Patreon supporters. We would like to give special thanks to Calvin Cox, Elliot, Evelyn Nadia DuPont, Frank L., Giraffe Scarves, Hell Blood Hands, Jack Toops, Jarnope, Joel, John the Book Hoarder, Lori Dean, Lucas Bell, MC Ferdandy, Ollie, Patrick Moore, Ryan Asopa, Udon Bullets, Thor Holmquist, and Trash Hime. If you would like to join their ranks and gain access to special content, simply visit us at patreon.com slash biggaynerds and donate at the Lauded Gainers tier. If you'd like to support us for free, spread the word on social media. We're at Big Gay Nerds Cast on Twitter and just Big Gay Nerds on Tumblr and Facebook. And if you just want to hang out, join the Big Gay Nerds Fan Club Discord server linked in all the aforementioned pages.